Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. It is I, William Powell, your host from the coast, your sage of the stage, the king of DC media. Welcome to another episode of the Inside Act Radio Show. Tonight, my guest is filmmaker, producer, and film festival host, June DeGizo. But before we get to June, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey, federal employees, what would you do with $1 million? Your wishful thinking can become a reality. We're FedChoice, and we're here to help you achieve your million-dollar dreams, from saving you money on a loan to helping you save for retirement. Visit us online at FedChoice.org and use the keyword inside. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, an official sponsor of the Inside Acting Radio Show. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. And if you would like to advertise on the show, write me at william400 at yahoo.com. Also, tune in to the Deep Level Acting Game webinar I'm holding on Monday, October 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern, taught by my main man, Larry Flash Jenkins from Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Fletch, and also The White Shadow. To register, go to my Facebook profile at forward slash William.T.Pal. So, June DeGizo is a writer, producer, director, actor, and martial artist as well as founder of MJD Productions, LLC. He's also the founder of World Music and Independent Film Festival. It's held every August in Washington, D.C. He is also known for the films Full Circle, which came out in 2007, Diary of a Serial Killer, which came out in 2013, and way back in 2012, he also produced and directed drug-related so I see he's on the line, so let me bring him on in. Hey, June. Hey, Mr. William. How are you, sir? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How you been? I'm doing good. First of all, I would like to thank you for the opportunity to be in the show. Oh, you're welcome, man. Yeah, anytime, anytime. I'm excited to have you on. Yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So... Now, you started in show business about 10 years ago. Now, what got you started? Uh, well, actually, it's not even that long. Uh, I started back in 2000, and I believe it was late 2006. Uh, I was just, um, you know, uh, doing some extra work, and my first film that I got in, actually, with Gary Ugarek, uh, they were filming in Pasadena, Maryland, with this film called uh, Deadland. So I was just there to be an extra. I ended up getting a, a speaking role. And, uh, you know, from then on, I was just having such a great time 
watching everything, acting and all that. And I said, wow, this is really fun. And, uh, you know, we stayed there till like 2 o'clock in the, you know, in the, in, in the morning in the set. And I kind of get to learn the uh, the trade and, you know, and and working behind the camera by watching Gary and, and his crew. And that's where I started. Hmm. Okay, so you said you were behind the camera. So how did your acting career and directing career advance from there? How did you build it up, man? You've you really blown up. Yes, well, you know, I, I'm not, I didn't really work behind the camera. I'm just kind of like, you know, always watching them, what they do and everything. So I was like, oh, this is fun. And it's not that uh, I was not intimidated because uh, half of the people there, I kind of no- get to know them because we were waiting sometime a few hours before, you know, they call for the shot. So I kind of get to know all the actors and give me some tip and everything. And that's where it started. And uh, But before that, of course, I was doing some stunts and everything else for the other film, which is locally in the Alexandria, Virginia. And, again, that's where I learned the trade. And I started writing, you know, just doing a little bit of a story of my own. Uh, and, of course, I'm not a writer, so I kind of get to know people who are actually a writer and help me out in terms of, you know, writing the screenplay. And they started editing and all that. So that's where I started. And since then, I, you know, if you look at my IMDb page, there's quite a few film, picture film that I've done since then. Yeah, yeah. You just sound so humble. You just make it so easy, man. It's like, yeah, you just you're you're a good uh, example of a person who just started on something and, and just got rolling. So let's move on to talk a little bit more about now. What do you like more? Do you like uh, acting or do you like producing? Uh, well, at first, you know, I always wanted to be an actor, but of course, uh, being an Asian in the USA is kind of like difficult to get in and, and break into the industry. So for me, uh, you know, acting is always there in my mind. And when I was start teaching martial arts, we don't act, but we are. I'm always in the front row in terms of teaching students and also doing some competitions. So I'm always people are always watching me for whatever I do, whether I'm doing forms or I'm fighting, I'm doing some weapons. Uh, but acting is always my passion. Uh, but then again, of course, uh, uh, reality is kind of hard to get into industry, especially if you want a, a speaking role. Because, you know, I uh, I still have a very strong accent, so it's kind of hard to, to get a, a better role for me. Uh, so I started doing my own writing, so at least I can play, you know, uh, a better role in terms of being more in in front of the camera. But then, but then again, I'm also like working behind the camera. So I started doing, uh, you know, doing some uh, directing and, and learning the trade from being a sound person to be to uh, a director of photography and all that, uh, even learning to apply makeup in in actors. And I kind of want to learn everything in, in terms of aspect of the production. And it, for me, it's fun. And I, I don't look at as a, a career. Uh, it's more like a hobby for me to, to do it. So it's even more fun when you're doing it as a, as a hobby because you are, you know, 
you're having a great time and not worry about, hey, you know, can I make a living doing this? And, you know, of course, I, I do have a full-time job. So for me, it's just a hobby, and, and, and you know, that's why I'm still around because I'm still having so much fun, you know, doing it. Yeah, yeah, and you're very much a, a do-it-yourself guy. I mean, you really just kind of get out there and just uh, kind of learn everything, just really learn it from the from the bottom up. So let's talk about some directors, like some Hollywood directors that have inspired you. Uh, well, uh, of course, everybody inspired with Steven Spielberg and, and, and uh, you know, other directors. I'm more, more looking up with the actors because I like actors, uh, you know, like uh, uh, who's this uh, actor? I forgot his name, but uh, I mean, I cannot forget his name. But Robert De Niro is one of my favorite favorite actors. Oh, Robert De Niro, he's great. Yeah. So I've been I've been watching him uh, since I was you know, even when uh, I was really young. And uh, in terms of the direct the director, it's more like I watch and learn other people how they do it and in the independent you know uh small time production company like myself it's more like you know like everybody works together you know there's no pressure uh so that's how i like it i don't think i will ever go to a bigger production where i'll be really scared to be working with the big big names in terms of the directors and and the big production budget so uh, I know I'll probably stay independent, but with the independent film that I've been doing, uh, that's the, the time that I met so many actors uh, that you know doing it professionally, and I actually met few people uh, not just because of my film, but more of the, uh, the the international film festival that I'm running, and that's where I can I met all these people, even a uh, big director like John Potts. You know, we directed Cougarstown, yeah. uh, you know, uh, several uh, series of, uh, uh, what, is, what is this, uh, Desperate Housewife, you know. Okay. So I kind of talked to him and we interviewed him because he won several uh, awards when he started uh, submitting his uh, project in my film festival. Right, right. And we're going to get to the festival in a little bit. Uh, but now you have a – now, I think you're uh, – your day job's an attorney, right? You're an attorney. No, I'm not an attorney, but I work in a, I work in a law firm. Uh, oh, okay. For 37 years. I'm more like a, a research oh. – my title is a research technician, more like a, a, a part of legal. Okay. Because I was going to ask you, man, I, I, I think, you know, like a legal background, it seemed like that would really help you with, like, putting together, like, a a production company. What were some of the challenges putting together your production company? Well, the uh, the challenge there actually is more of uh, running it uh, to make sure that, you know, you are registered, you got everything in place and working with the actors. And you have to be careful in terms of, you know, you know, obligation in the stage where, you know, everything that you do, you may be liable of something, you know, like people get hurt in your set. 
So, uh, you know, make sure that you're doing it the right way, the safest way to do it, so nobody gets hurt in terms of, you know, in the production. So, I'm being careful with that. And, yeah. you know, that's why, yeah, that, you know, I guess you, you've been in my set, and, you know, I try to uh, do it the safest way that, you know, even 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 I do a lot of action films, and I want to make sure that the actors uh, that we do a lot of rehearsal, and that they understand that that you know this type of an action film that you could easily break something, you know. So luckily yeah. for the last few years, done so many films. Luckily, nothing nothing major happens. Right. Right. Okay, so this is the question everybody's been wondering about, man. Is uh, now, how did you come up with the idea for the World Music and Independent Film Festival? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, well, <laughs> in the beginning of my my very first film project called Full Circle, I think probably I don't know if you've seen it, and uh, you know we spent a lot of money. On producing my project because you know you had, you had to buy the equipment and everything, but that's yeah. not really the end of uh, a production because after that you have to worry about how you're going to get it out there. So the, yeah. I think the best way for you to get it out there is to submit to other film festivals. Maybe somebody might notice it. Oh, but this is a good film. And for me, I, you know, I know it's been old, but that was my very first picture film project that. I'm so proud of. So I started submitting it, but the mistake that I did, I submitted it to a bigger festival where the competition mm. is kind of tough. So a lot of time, you know, so I spent, you know, quite a few money for all the submission. I didn't get anything. So I was thinking maybe I could do, run a film festival that uh more like really focusing on the independent artists. You know, not pay more attention with a, with a, with a low budget a production company and, and recognize, you know, all the uh, the people working it. And that's where I get started, you know, and more on the mission is to promote all independent artists. And I didn't realize that it gets so international that now it's getting so big that I'm having a hard time, you know, running it because, you know, you know, it's hard to find, you know, credible judges to help you watch all the films. But, you know, we're getting there. It's been seven years. We just finished our sixth annual last August, and it's a big success in terms of people submitted and participated. Uh, so, in fact, we're going to be doing a, a, another run starting October 15, where people can start submitting again through Without the Box or Film Freeway. So by 14 days from now, uh, the seven hours will start all over again. Yeah. Now, June, you just make it sound so easy. I mean, it's like this thing has really blown up. This thing is really, really blown up. I mean, you've got Sherry Belafonte, Stephen Bauer, mm -hmm. all these, like, celebrities uh, coming through, man. I mean, it's, like, just really, really amazing. How did it grow, you think? is Was it uh, international coverage or was it you called people? How did this? How did this thing blow up? Well, uh, because, uh, uh, well, in the, first of all, in the first year, I'm having a hard time trying to get uh, people to submit. So uh, in my yeah. very first year, uh, I 
tend to uh, to waive a lot of fees from especially from international, and that's how I get started. I, I didn't you know look at it as to make a living or to make some money running a film festival because film festival out there is so many. When I started in 2000, and I don't know where I started, 2010, I didn't realize that there's 74 other film festivals in Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland area alone. And I said, oh, my God, if I had known it, I probably wouldn't do it. But then I stick around yeah. And, yeah. and focus on the mission to promote all independent artists and take as many films from around the world and that's how it gets started. So we average about between 150 to 300 sometimes, uh, you know, a year submission. So since 2010, I now have over, I would say probably over 1,200 to 1,300 films submitted from over 60 mm. countries. You know, and 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 the name in terms of the Hollywood. Uh, uh, you know, people that submitted uh, because they're in the, uh, you know, uh, low-budget films. I have incredibly names like Steve Buscemi, Aidan Queen, Richard Tyson, you know, like David Lago, Karen Black, Richard Schumber. I, I mean, if you look at our website, you can see all the celebrities that submitted. Yeah. Not all of them won. Majority of them probably just nominated. Only if you actually pick up an award, because you know it's still a competition, depending on what type of a project that you that they're in. So uh, you know, it's still a competition. It's still, you know, the best or the best will win in terms of you know whatever it is, whether it's a, a, an acting or the directing uh, category. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, it's it's really amazing. So, man, talk a little bit about how you find your judges. Well, judges, uh, I try to change different judges every year, but I had a couple of people who are sticking around because they like, you know, watching films or it could be music videos. And that's where uh, I think most of the film festivals are having the same problem like, like I do. Uh, because, you know, this is a voluntarily, uh, you know, people who like to judge. Uh, but this, since we have so many submissions, I try to get uh, judges to to watch different genre. Like some judges only watch short films, some judges watch only student films. But I'm still having hard time getting enough judges to watch, you know, enough films. So uh, I'll make sure that I watch every single submission to make sure that you know we are not uh, skipping or, or or you know not watching certain films. So uh, every year I always looking for volunteers if they're interested to, uh, to judge. Uh, in fact, I was so happy talking to go back to Shara Belafonte. I was talking to her and she said she don't mind judging the music video. I said, sure, June, if you wanted to judge music video, I would love to do it. So I'm going to yeah. take it on to that. So uh, next year, I will ask her again as a reminder, hey, Sherry, you said you want to judge with music video. Are you still up to it? Because music video is not hard to judge because everything is online. I could send them, you know, the, the music video, or they, I would give them access to, uh, like, Without the Box or Film Freeway so they can watch it and they can send yeah. their, their, you know, their input. 
So it's not that really difficult. It's not like before where, you know, filmmakers send their, their DVD and then I have to send them out to the judges. But now everything is submitted through online. So it's so easy for judges, even if they're not from this area. So I have judges are judging some of the film and they're not from here, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so now, as far as the actual, I guess, choosing the winner, I mean, how do you handle that? Do you have, like, an accounting firm that tallies votes? Or how do you handle handle, uh, tallying votes and all that kind of stuff? Well, we have uh, the criteria that I send to all the judges so they know exactly what they're looking for. And there's a point system where they send me all those point systems, and then they pick uh, their, their favorites. Uh, there's some year that they pick the first two, or the, uh, the first two papers that they have. And depending on the judge's pick, and then we kind of tally the score, and then some, some of them even give me some feedback in terms of, okay, I like this film, and uh, this is something that I, it could be, you know, uh, possibly get a distribution if I have to pick this for distribution or whatever. So all those uh input from judges, we put it together, and then, you know, then we pick the winner. All right. And you can have a lot of musical acts. Now, how did you go about uh, finding all those great musical acts, man? A majority of them actually are the nominated artists that submit okay. to, uh, to the festival. So I will give them yeah. the first choice or, the you know, to... to uh, to perform if they would like to perform. If they're nominated and they're going to come anyway, might as well, you know, perform and, and if they want to. Uh, so that way we can, they can show what type of, you know, what song, whatever song that they submitted uh, are nominated. So those, those are the ones that I pick first. But we do have other artists that's not even part of the... Uh, uh, the festival, they just want to uh, show their stuff. So I also give them the platform to, uh, you know, to perform if they wanted to. So majority of them actually are, again, are, are volunteers. You know, uh, luckily I have so many, you know, artists from all over who, who would love to perform if they, you know, if I can give them a platform. But, of course, you know, the first choice will be the nominated artist that submitted uh, and I would love them to perform if they're going to be there anyway. Hmm. Yeah, and speaking of uh, music and nominations, I see here now Collide received two Grammy Award nominations. I did not know that. that that's amazing. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, well, uh, again, if you go back to 2007, my purse... Uh, picture film that I did, Pull Circle, I have two songwriters that I use. Uh, one of them is, uh, his name is Charles Robinson. Uh, he's a 2004 Grammy Award winner. And I met him through, uh, his mom actually worked in the law firm, and that's where I was introduced to him. So he huh. sent instrumental music uh, to use in 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 the movie, and and then the second uh, artist that I met 
when I in, in the beginning of the production company is Shishku Steele Anderson. So he also uh, wrote a lot of original song uh, to all my project. Even now, he's still my musical director. So one of the uh, original song for my first one, Full Circle, we have actually two Grammy nomination in 2007. Uh, and then, and then, right the, the year after that, when I produced this movie Collide, we have four nominations uh, for one of the original song called Boss of the Industry. Uh, of course, you know we did not win because we are talking about you know competing against Jay Z and other big you know big artists. But yeah, yeah, nomination is a big, it's a big deal, you know. So so far. My uh Christine Anderson so far total of six Grammy nominations uh, in collaboration with, with my first two picture film, which is Full Circle and Collide. Uh, now we he, he just produced another uh original instrumental for my latest film, Embrace of Mateus Brad. So uh it's in the process to submit that to Grammy also. I hope hopefully they can, you know, accept it. So we'll see. But he's yeah. kind of getting tired of getting all the nomination because you know we we gotta win at least even one, you know, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Because we all you know, six times Grammy nominee. Sometimes I kind of get tired. Oh, June, don't say six times Grammy nominee because for him it's like six times he lost. But I told him no, you know, Grammy nominee is a big deal, you know. You don't need to win uh, this type of big award. Nomination is the, yeah. is the best. That will open doors, you know? But no, it absolutely opens doors. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so now, June, you're really good at securing venues like Navy Museum and these things, and that always amazes me how you get these great venues. I mean, what's the key to, to doing that? Uh, you know, it's all about dealing with people, uh, you know, make sure that uh, you have a very good relationship with whoever in charge. Uh, because that's something that is kind of hard to, to find, as you know, any venue in the D.C. area is so expensive. If you have yeah. to, uh, you know, if, for example, if you rent a Regal Theater or something, they charge you a few thousand dollars for just a few hours. And yeah. there's no way we, you know we can afford that. So I'm, I'm so I established a relationship with the Navy Memorial Museum, where you know I told him I'm going to be doing this every year on the third you know weekend of, of August. So I secured that uh, venue, uh, but I you know make a reservation to make sure that you know six months or sometime nine months before. Uh, my, ben- my my event that I um, I'm on the list because again this venue is purse come purse, and you know if you sec- if you don't secure that, you may easily lose it to a big company who's willing to pay ten times more than what I'm paying. You know, so mm. it's all about building a relationship with with a company. Uh, but of course, the venue for the Hilton, uh, it, it, that can be changed because everything is expensive, you know, in terms of you know running the gala and awarding, and you know. So uh, hopefully next year, I 
get lucky again and use the same venues I used from from Las Vegas, which is the uh, uh, the the Hilton in Crystal City. Yeah, that was a very nice venue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I wish. Well, yeah, I wish early, it was early bird gets the work. Yeah. Say it again. Uh, I said I wish I could have stayed in the Capitol Hilton Hotel because it's right in the in the heart of the city, but everything goes up. You know, I, I can't afford to, uh, you know, to get that location anymore because they charge a lot more in terms of the plate. So, uh, mm. you know, you cannot raise the the ticket sales in terms of the luncheon, but otherwise, not a lot of people can afford to uh, to join us because, again, you know, most of these most of the nominee artists that are joining the the gala are also local, uh, you know, independent artists. You know, so um, yeah. Yeah. You were there, right? I think you. I think you made my my the last August, but you came in late. Yeah, I, I was. I was I've been at several of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been at several of them. Uh, I know. I know you're good at martial arts, uh, and uh, you have this new film coming out, man. Uh, Mateo's Blood. Does that have a whole lot of martial arts? Talk a little bit about that film. Well. <laughs> Well, not really. I uh, I try to do pretty much, you know, my first few projects are action, drama, but yeah. I do I do a lot more. I try to do everything. I, I did comedy. Uh, with oh. Blake Chef. <laughs> I wrote a, I wrote a comedy with him, and it's pretty decent, although it's under under an hour. Um, yeah. And I did the psychological thriller, which I have a kind of setback. Uh, the split personality that you're in. And the diet of a storyteller yeah. that we also in. So that's still in my editing room. So I'm still. I know it's been almost two years, and I'm still working on editing that. But I still continue doing something else, so I don't get bored. So my my current upcoming project now is is called Embrace of Mateus Blood. It's actually it's not it's, it's not a martial arts movie. It's it's considered horror. So uh, you know, huh. and I think I think it's pretty decent because uh, in fact I'm going to be screening that next Saturday, not this Saturday coming up, but uh, next Saturday, August August tenth. So uh, October. It's like, yeah, it's still a picture film, uh, but it's under an hour. So um, there's a there's a two part to it. So the, I haven't read the second part yet, but we'll see what's the response of the people when they see it. And see if something I can continue, you know, do another series a bit. So I yeah, who, who's the lead to that one? If you're available, <laughs> uh, I I have two leads. Uh, the the Tommy Barbosa and Angel Gathers. I don't know if you know Angel Gathers. Uh, she is the girl who's handing the trophy in my uh, festival. Uh, she's actually uh, Miss. One Miss Pennsylvania in 2014, I believe, for the uh, Miss Intercontinental, Intercontinental USA. So she's mm. considered a lead, but Tammy Barbosa is also a lead. So it's two two leading actresses uh, in that film, and nice. uh, it's it's actually a vampire film. It's not an action movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So all right. Yeah. 
Okay, June, we're coming up near the end of the show here, so talk to me now. If I'm a young filmmaker and uh, these next couple weeks I want to submit a film for uh, your festival uh, this year coming up, uh, where do I go? What do I do? Uh, well, um, we're all over places. You can just Google WMIFF, uh, but it should be uh, activated by October 15th in Without the Box, or they can go to uh, Film Pre-Ray. You can also look it up under under WMIFF, or they can go to my website and they can uh, submit directly. There's a link in the homepage, and that's www.wmiff.net. And I'm pretty easy to find. You can you can just look me up, and just Google my name, and you can see everything where to submit. You know, Facebook and and everywhere else, Twitter, and everything, you know, all social media. So I think we're 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 everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, John, you've been a fantastic guest. I'd uh, definitely have you on the show again. Yes, well, thank you for having me, uh, Mr. William, and looking forward to uh, to being your show again. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, man, well, you have a blessed night. Thank you. Good night. Okay, good night. And let me leave you with this quote from Robert Downey, Jr., He said, I know very little about acting. I'm just an incredibly gifted faker. Good night.